You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and we are going to dive into the next episode, which is kind of a doozy. It's a bit heavy, and it's how to find your purpose. And we do have a listener question that came in that I'm going to play for you. It was a voicemail question. And at any time, if you'd like, you are always, 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 always welcome to email me questions, email me topic ideas, or if you are feeling brave, then you can be like Chelsea and record your own question in your own voice and we will play it on the podcast. You can get all of that information at stephanieoday forward slash podcast. So today we're going to talk about finding your purpose and setting goals with purpose and, and having intention. And so As we know that the second step when it comes to kind of slowing down and living a life on purpose and a life that you love living and you wake up every day and you're excited to get going because you have this sense of of just achievement and life is happening for you and with you instead of life happening at you or just something that you need to get through or endure. And it's really interesting because that's not how we are raised in today's sort of modern society. Children are asked at a very young age, what is it you want to be when you grow up? And it's always a profession or a job. And, um, Some kids now, I think, know what the word entrepreneur is and know what, like, creating your own businesses and creating a job of your dreams. But I certainly wasn't raised that way. I was certainly in school was told the name of jobs as my my end goal and and that's it. for the longest time I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian and then I wanted to be a teacher and then <laughs> what's really interesting is in college I was taking classes to be a teacher but I was nannying at the time and then I also started um working part-time at a preschool center I actually had the the main thought of I just want to be a mom I just want to be a stay-at-home mom which is a great thought and a great idea, but there's no money there. And so I knew in order to live in the area that we live in, which it happens to be the San Francisco Bay, I needed to make money. It wasn't a possibility to to be a stay-at-home mom and, unless we hit the lottery, which didn't look like was going to happen because I'm super frugal and wasn't interested in playing the lottery or gambling. So when it comes to this sort of overarching find your purpose, find what it is that you're supposed to do 
and then go out and do it. it. It's not something that is sort of handed down through us, usually from either from our parents or from school or from teachers. We end up just sort of doing what needs to happen in order to fulfill the boxes and and check it off and what's going to be on the test and what do I need to study for and what do I need to learn in order to pass this test or get this degree or diploma or pass this course. And at the time you're doing it, you're following the to-do list and you're following the checklist and you're getting to the next thing in order to graduate in order to get the job, in order to get the line item on your resume to then become whatever it is this job is or this profession is. But that's not who you are. And that's not necessarily what your purpose is. So I did record a podcast episode a while ago, and it was matching your identity to your integrity. So let's see, what number was that? It looks like that was number 16 and it came out, well, I don't know, whatever the math is because we're at 37 today. So 16, so what is that, 21? So it was a while ago, but if you wanted to, you could go back and re-listen or listen for the first time with fresh ears, matching your identity to your integrity. And, and it's a matter of knowing deep down inside what it is you're meant to do and then matching it and doing it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that's your job, that that's how you actually make money. It's it's this feeling like, oh, I'm living my life's purpose. It's this feeling of knowing this is what I've meant to be. So back to me of just wanting to be a stay-at-home mom, that is really my identity. And, and I, I, my purpose is I love to mom things. So, um, it was my children when they were growing up, it's Sheldon, the dog I want to mom. And then at work right now, my job at at a school as, as their school site secretary, I literally am a mom all day long. I like to mom things. I like to take care of things and, and help them and, and meet others' needs. I, it's something that does make me feel good and helping other people get what they want feels good. And then in my coaching, that is exactly what I do is I life coach people and help them get what they want out of life and, and help them meet their goals and, and follow whatever it is their dreams are. So it gets a little mucky and it gets a little murky if you don't know what your big dream is, if you don't know what your big purpose is. And so we've talked about it before. I'm going to talk about it again. There's five steps to living a slow life, which is a life that you're living on purpose, not a life accidentally, not, not something that is happening at you, but something that is happening for you. And that's what slow living is all about. So one, you're decluttering. Number two is setting your GPS. 
And that's what we're going to talk about today. Three, staying positive, staying present, staying focused. Four, teeny tiny baby action steps every single day. And number five, tweaking and fine tuning. But if you don't know what your GPS should be pointed to, if it doesn't, if you don't know what you're headed towards, if you don't know how to get that sort of fulfilled feeling, what happens? I am going to play this recorded voicemail from Chelsea. So hang on a second while we cue it up for you. Hey, Steph. Um, maybe you've answered this before, but how do you find a goal? How do you figure out what you want to do after having kids and changing my life? I'm, I'm lost. I feel like I'm this mom and I don't have a outside purpose outside of making sure everybody's life runs smoothly. Thanks. Okay, Chelsea, I love it that you are brave enough to record this. Thank you so much. And you're absolutely right. We have not gone over this yet. So I'm really thankful that you took the time to record and send me a message. I think it's going to help an awful lot of people. So let's take a, a, a big kind of backward step here. And what I like to do, especially with my one-on-one coaching clients, is ask them where they see themselves in five years. And that is how we set their goals. And so since we go through the steps as outlined in the Simple Shortcuts to Peace course, we start with their time management and their finances and their health and their relationships and their organization. So when you look at each of those things, where do you see yourself in five years? What is your wake-up time? What is your bedtime? How do you spend the majority of your time? And your health, Where? what does it look like? What is your body shape? What is your stamina? Are you able to run a mile? Are you able to walk up a hill? Are you able to do five push-ups? Are you able to do a pull-up? Because I, I got to tell you, I am still not there. I am not able to do a pull-up, but it has consistently been on my list. That said, it is not something that I'm actually working towards. I am not taking teeny tiny baby steps every day in order to do a pull-up. So those type of things with your finances in five years, what does your bank account look like? What does your debt look like? Do you have an emergency fund in place? Are you adequately funding retirement accounts? Do you need a new day job in order to make ends meet? Are you living beyond your means and you actually need to declutter a little bit and sort of realize that I need to shave some things down here in order to meet my long-term financial goals? So that is what goal setting is. And that's how you set goals. But for your overarching life purpose what it is. So for me, a little bit ago, I said, I just want to mom all of the things. And that's me. That is in my DNA. I can't help it. I cannot step over the squiggly worm on the sidewalk. I have to save the worm. I, I have to, to help the people and, and do the things. I, I can't walk by someone who's struggling. I need to help them. And so that's what makes me feel good and gives me a sense of purpose. It's different for every person. And my best suggestion for you 
is to unplug for a bit and kind of go dark. And if you can, spend some time out in nature. Barefoot, it sounds silly, but there's a lot of research about grounding and just stepping outside and feeling the grass under your feet and feeling the dirt and not having an agenda, not giving yourself a timeline like, okay, here I am out in nature. Come at me, purpose. Hit me with it. What is it? No, it's not that easy. (laughs) And if it was that easy, everyone would feel fulfilled. Everyone would feel like they're living their life on purpose. But I think you know deep down inside that there's an awful lot of people who are just going through the motions, who are just checking off the boxes, who are just doing the next thing that gets thrown at them. And they aren't necessarily living the life of their dreams or living the life they want on purpose. So for you, you said in your voicemail that you're having a hard time figuring out who your identity is outside of being a mom. So let's examine that a bit. What are your needs and are your actual needs being met? So depending on the age of your children, there's a big difference between the infant and toddler years and the school age years and then the older child years, and then the empty nester years. My hope is that you and everyone listening has figured this all out before their children don't quote unquote need them each and every minute of the day. So just try and re-remember when you're by yourself and, and either out in nature if you can. Um, some people actually book themselves in a hotel and just sort of write and journal and have no one <laughs> who needs them, no one that they need to answer to. And so then they can just sort of listen to their voice and listen to what nudges they're getting and what feels good. And if you're patient and just sort of ask open-ended questions of yourself, what's next for me? If I could do anything right now, what would I do? And sometimes, at least when I ask myself that question, the answer is take a nap. And it's silly, but because (laughs) there are times, unfortunately, that I am a little sleep-deprived, taking a nap is fantastic. And feeling refreshed and then coming back at those questions with a fresh mind is uber crazy helpful. So if you find yourself at a block and it's you're just too overwhelmed and too exhausted to even answer these questions, take a nap. Just to unplug everything and go take a nap and, and try it again later. Some questions that get thrown at people are if money was no object and you didn't have to do something in order to make ends meet, what would you be doing? And so for some people then, having that type of question, the answer just sort of floats out. There's also, I talk about it in, uh, there was was a three-part series that I did on the podcast of the success secrets, and they happen to be episode 21, 22, and 23. I can't remember which success secret it is off the top of my head. But one of them, I talked about how 
you are an entrepreneur, but then also do not quit your day job. So I think for some people, they think that their day job and whatever it is that they do to make money has to be this life purpose and has to be magical and amazing and, and all of the things are checked off by this dream job. But if you've got any sort of job, any sort of anything, even if you fully work for yourself, there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days because that's just how life is. There are going to be days when the computer breaks or the printer jams or a client falls through or whatever it is you're working on doesn't work the way you wanted it to, the way you imagined it to. And you're going to want to give up and you're going to want to sort of throw your hands up in the air and say, ah, this is not meant to be. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's when you need to kind of pause and take a step back and take a beat and take a deep breath and know that whoever it is, whomever it is you're looking up to and and wishing in some way you could have their life or their job or do this or do that, everybody has bad days and everyone has obstacles. And when you keep at it, you will eventually develop this kind of wonderful work ethic, but also you can get your sense of purpose met in other ways. And that's when I talk about you can have an entrepreneurial mindset and be an entrepreneur of your life, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you quit your day job or hope that every box is checked by your day job. I think a lot of people think that if their work life isn't super satisfying, that it means that they've picked the wrong profession and that if they went back to school or if they took this training or if they transferred jobs, they would be happier. And and that's not the case in any way. Um, Your happiness needs to come from within And you need to find a way to have all of your needs met, but not hope that this huge overarching sense of purpose comes from any sort of profession. And I think sometimes, unfortunately, children and then children that now turn into future adults who then reach out to me because they feel a little blah are disappointed that they they did all of the things correctly. They went to the good school and they got the good job and they got married and they got the house and they have the 2.5 children and they got the golden retriever in the yard and the living room is decorated by what they saw on Pinterest and they still feel disenchanted. And so then they feel like they're missing something or something is wrong with them. And I'm going to tell you right here now, there is nothing wrong with you. You are absolutely perfect and wonderful. And it doesn't mean in any way you're on the wrong track. So just take some time and really sort of plan out where you want to be and where 
you're going. So in in my personal life right now, where my five-year plan, 10-year plan is, is arcing out to be is retirement. So that is where I know I'm headed and I am trying to do the things now that will set me up later for a healthy, happy, and, and okay financially retirement. So I know that I do not want to be an unhealthy retiree. So that means even though I would really rather sit on the couch and, and eat the cheesecake with a fork while binge watching TV, and right now I'm totally enthralled with the the television show Younger. So I don't know if you've seen that, but it's a great TV show and it's on Hulu and there's way too many seasons and I'm highly addicted. But in another way that that's kind of fun is it takes place in a publishing house. And because I've written books and, and have had conversations with editors and different marketing people, it's fascinating to me. Do I love it? But that is what I really want to do. So that's what my inner voice at times whispers. It's like, Steph, just eat the cheesecake. And yes, I am a-okay here and there with, with sitting on the couch and doing all of these things and binge watching and eating cheesecake. But when I look at the huge overarching trajectory of where I'm heading, here and there, I can do that. But not on a day-to-day basis, not on an every-other-day basis. If I want to get to where I'm going, I have to kind of keep track and do the things that I don't necessarily want to do, which is go for a walk, go crank out some push-ups, go put on some funky 80s music and and have a dance party and, and get my heart rate up. Those are the things that have to happen in order to make the, the future me then look back on today and feel proud. And I think all in all, that's what life is. And your life purpose today, Chelsea, might not necessarily be your life purpose later down the road. And that's okay because you can pivot and you can tweak and you can fine tune. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. You might be working hard towards some sort of career path. And then all of a sudden you start realizing that all of the people you're coming across aren't happy and they're miserable and they hate every aspect of their, their job. And you realize, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be stuck in a job where I hate all of the people and I hate all of the actions and I hate all of the activities. And it doesn't matter what they pay me. I I don't like it. It's not something that I'm interested in. So then that's when you pivot and that's when you change course. But If your great, big, huge, long-term life plan has these sort of incorporations of what's outlined in the Simple Shortcuts to Peace course of health and finances and your relationships and your, your house and your home life all working in a cohesive way, if that's what you're heading towards, you're still heading towards it. You're just realizing that right now in the here and the now, this particular career path or this particular job or this particular event isn't going to get you there. 
And that's where you can tweak and you can fine tune. And then when it comes to what you want to role model for your children, that's another really great way to sort of get a vision of where you want your purpose to be. And what do you want your children to think of, of you? And what type of role model do you want to be for them? And if someone was going to write down a list of five or six adjectives on how they would describe Chelsea, what adjectives do you hope and wish they would write? And if you are not currently embodying maybe some of those wishful thinking adjectives, then that gives you another something to sort of drive towards. If you realize that you're kind of a a super driven type A person and you really wish you were a bit more type B or vice versa, then you've got something to work on. And that there will give you a sense of purpose. I don't know if it's still up on the site. I'm going to have to see. I, I've gone through a few different incarnations of my stephanieoday.com website. But at one point, I had written about going on a vision quest. And that's because our family had gone to Crater Lake. And Crater Lake is this gorgeous, beautiful, super deep lake in Oregon. And the water is so blue and so just amazing. And you just kind of want to dive in, but I think they don't even know where the bottom is in some places. So maybe you don't dive in, but you can sit and you can stare. And on one of the placards that the park services had put up along the way, along the, one of the paths that we were taking, it said that Native Americans would travel to Crater Lake back. I'm sure it wasn't called Crater Lake then, but they would travel and they would just sit and they would stare And they called it going on a vision quest. And then all of a sudden, if they were calm and they were peaceful and they tried to quiet their mind, ideas would pop in and thoughts and visions. And then that would give them a sense of purpose, a sense of knowing what the next step is. So then they could then program their sort of metaphoric GPS and they knew where they were headed. Okay. I hope this was helpful to you in some way. Reach out to me, Chelsea, if at any time you've got follow-up questions or if anybody else has follow-up questions, come to me, write to me. I'm still offering free one-on-one consult calls. If you want to see if life coaching is for you, you can add yourself to my calendar. And that's at Stephanie O'Day forward slash mindset. And The reason that they are sort of called mindset upgrade coaching calls is if something is holding you back, if you're not where it is you want to be, it's probably your mindset that's holding you back. And having another pair of eyeballs at times looking into your brain and figuring out whatever stories you're telling yourself, oh, I can't do that, I'm too old, or I can't do that um, because... Only this type of person does that. Or I can't do that because I don't have enough money. Or I can't do that because I'm too shy. So whatever thought patterns you might have that are blocking you, at times you can't even see them because they're so fully 
ingrained and part of your personal narrative and your story. That meeting with a coach and having someone listen to you and, and sort of call you out on your mindset blocks might be very, very helpful. And if you want to hear about how I go about coaching, I have had two so far. We're only on episode 37, so there haven't I haven't had the opportunity to interview very many people, but on episode number 20, I have a real people, real client, real follow-up story, and on episode number 35, um, we have them. So you can listen in and you can hear how I interact with people. And if you think it would be helpful to you and help you map out your GPS and help you find your life purpose and help keep you accountable, please know that is what I do and I do it really well. All right, pretty people. Thank you for being here. Consider yourself loved and hugged and I will see you next time. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.